0: We in? Oh, sweet. What up, Chris and Kyle show? What's up, guys? Why are Waza. you tired? Why?
1: <laughs> are you tired? I'm good. Okay, good. Let's do it. I, Way to I wake got, up semi early for this. I got
0: like four hours of sleep. I'm good.
1: Four hours? Maybe. Welcome, welcome to the Navy life, dog. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Last night, uh, because I got back late mm-hmm. uh, from. The, uh, an extra mm-hmm. Shoot That I was on Sorry, I, I got back day. At like like uh, Yeah I was gone there I was gone for like The whole day Came back at like 1 I think like, uh, 12, twelve, twelve thirty, I think And yeah. you were like
0: Hey let's get up early tomorrow And I was like word And then I, well, I
1: said, Just didn't care I said fairly early And you were like What are you thinking And I was like 8 And he was like That's just That's early. just early
0: Yeah that's just early <laughs> Anything, Not be, for anything a majority before Anything before 9am Is just early <laughs> Not for a majority Of the world dude. <laughs> Um uh, but yeah, you were like, let's get up at eight. And I was like, okay, I should go to bed soon. And then I just ignored myself and yeah. stayed
1: up. I got a lot of shit that I got to do today. I got another extra shoot. Noise. Fucking noise.
0: Yeah. I stayed I up mean, and I just mean. was like, oh, I could watch the next four episodes of this show that I'm watching or I could go to sleep. And I was like, I'll just finish it. We're watching uh, sex education. Right? Yeah. I watched all of it yesterday.
1: With the, with, oh, you watched all of it. Yeah. I just finished it. Nice. Knocked it out.
0: Get out of here. It's really good. I really liked it. Asia Butterfield.
1: Yeah, the the guy from Ender's Game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Same, yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't know he was British. No. Because I feel like the only movie, I don't even know what movie I've seen him in. Maybe it was a Hugo. I think he was in Hugo.
1: Can you think of a more British name than Butterfield? Yeah, now that I
0: think about <laughs> it, it's obvious. But <laughs> like, I saw that when the trailer for Sex Education came out, I was like, wait, what?
1: Oh yeah, it makes sense. I okay, I guess he could be checks like out Asia Crumpet Town. <laughs> That's <laughs> a little true. Bit more English. That's true. Or Asia Muffin.
0: <laughs> do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about NBA trades? That's like uh, the the biggest.
1: Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah,
0: we're gonna, it's gonna be a lot of sports once again. Uh, but. Yeah, let's talk about Do You want trade. to pull out my list that I made of every single transaction since our last episode? You didn't answer me, so I did it anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, okay, cool.
1: If I said no, would have that I changed anything? <laughs> no, it just would have been
0: funny. <laughs> um, how do you, uh, uh, do you want to do this
1: trade by trade?
0: See oh how ridiculous God, it gets? Because uh, some of them are so useless. Uh, what?
1: No, let's not do the useless ones then. Okay. Like i am skipping. I don't want to talk so about Rodney Hood. You do? I do. I do not. Oh, word.
0: Okay. Cool. Hating on Rodney Hood over here. Rodney Hood got traded with Blazers. Yep. Hey, he might be. If he goes, I already back said to, we're not talking. About if him. he goes back to pre-Cleveland, Rodney Hood, he might be. He might be pretty good for them. Um you know it's an under the radar trade. That was like the first one I got on here. That what's up? Um Sfee in a second to Detroit for Reggie Bullock.
1: Yeah, so I don't I I don't remember the last time I watched a Pistons game.
0: Uh last time the heat played them. Right. That's the last time <laughs> I watched them.
1: Uh like so Reggie who,
0: Reggie Bullock, think think of Wayne Ellington, but a little bit better at defense and a little bit bigger with crazier hair.
1: Okay. The hair part's important. Yeah, very uh, important. Who's the, was he their point guard that they were trying to no, get off of that has a bad contract? That's Reggie Jackson. Oh, so his name is Reggie Jackson. I was like, it's not Reggie Jackson because that's the baseball player, No, nope, right? it's Reggie Jackson. Yep. No, they still have him.
0: Uh, Yeah, but Reggie, Reggie Bullock's a really good shooter, so he'll fit well with LeBron. So let's get to a beefy one. Philadelphia traded.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Landry Shamit, Mike Muscala. Wilson Chandler. Two first-round picks and two second-round picks, all to the Clippers, for Tobias Harris, Boban Majanovic, and Mike Scott. Mm-hmm. That's a big trade.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good trade. That was the
0: first move in what is being called the Eastern Arms Race, which it's cool. it's, it's, happening. Cool. <laughs> I mean, it's happening. I mean, it's happening. The the teams at the top of the East are loading up, mm-hmm. trying to make this push to the finals. Now that, as LeBron said, now that he's gone right, out of the conference. Uh Oh,
1: shut up. <laughs> shut up, Siri. I don't know what uh, I what's up with your phone? I don't right? know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it because I said Siri.
0: Oh, my God. What are you doing, phone? Uh,
1: put it on an airplane mode or something.
0: Good idea. Keep talking.
1: Okay, so this trade. Do you feel like this trade depleted uh, the 76ers bench? No, their bench is better now. I agree. Their bench I don't is know why people... now it's
0: not just this trade. They made a few trades to make sure the bench didn't get fucked. True. Because, um, I mean, the the only real blow to their bench was losing Landry Shamit. Mm-hmm. But, like, like get my M- M- Muscala? Get him out. I don't care. Right. Don't care. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, you add... In this trade, you lose one good bench player and a starter like your worst starter mm-hmm. and your return is a much better starter mm-hmm. and two bench players. They're probably not as good as Landry Shamit, but it's two bench players.
1: I think Mike Scott is the like underrated part of this deal. Like, yeah. I, people, don't, I don't know anything
0: about Mike Scott. Good shooter. Yeah. Yeah. It's what they need. Yeah, it's true. You know what I think they need? The friendship that Toby and Bobby bring. Yeah. that's That's what, what they really need. Yeah. Because they've had this these contention problems, like mm-hmm. ever since Jimmy showed up, there's like these rumors mm-hmm. that like Jimmy's just, everywhere he goes, he's so aggressive and things are hard. So when the wholesomeness of Tobias Harris and Boban's friendship rolls up in there, right. everything's going to be
1: fine. It's like when they sing Dahu Dore uh, da the, the, hu- the How the Grinch uh, yeah. Stole, yeah. Yeah. The the Grinch stole Christmas <laughs> in Whoville, when they
0: sing, sing Dahu Dore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then Joel's heart is going to go three
0: times. Well, as I, think large. I think
1: it's Jimmy Butler's heart that needs to grow. Yeah. You think so? I think JJ Reddick's the biggest asshole in that locker room. Anyone who hates Duke Look would at agree that guy. Anyone who
0: hates Duke and white people would agree with you, <laughs> which is a very popular thing to hate a white dude from Duke. So yeah. you might be right. Yeah. But he seems like a kind of a cool guy. So I'm going to go with you. Jimmy Butler also,
1: I don't think that. Um, no, Jimmy Butler's actually like seems like a really cool guy yeah. and fun dude. But for whatever reason, he's had a lot of disc. He has he's had
0: discord yeah. in, in these all these locker rooms, and it's it it okay. seems to just stem from his ultra competitiveness, mm-hmm. which is weird.
1: Yeah, which I'm not sure if that's a a hundred percent bad thing. You know, especially like when you have guys like Joel and Ben who are just like their commonality is that they fucking want to win.
0: Yeah. I miss the headband bros already, though. They stopped doing it.
1: Yeah. Ben
0: and Jay. It was cool. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> Yo, Deer and Fox rocks that Ninja Turtles headband. <laughs> Ooh, that looks cool. Why wasn't he the first
1: person to do it, you know? I don't know. Seems like he would.
0: I, I know it's like a thing around the league. Like, uh, there's a few people that do it, but he's the first person I've seen in a game do it. I'll, I dig that look. I dig it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do you want to go, uh, Trent? So
1: the 76ers made other yeah my trades. my
0: list is not organized in that way on my phone right so it's like kind of hard to find them like that alright we're just going to
1: talk about it now then and i'll skip it when we get to 76ers there. traded away mark hall faults the no no we're only talking about things that matter to the
2: Orlando what are you <laughs> magic
1: what are you talking about well we got to talk about them uh uh reinvigorating their bench, right? They got a good bench piece in Jonathan Simmons. Nah. They got a good ben- bench piece in Jonathan Simmons. The Magic are irrelevant. Uh, but, yeah, they traded <laughs> away Markel Fultz to the Orlando Magic. Can you tell For me Jonathan Simmons, for a first-round pick, and a second-round second round pick. How excited are you on a scale of 1 to 10? Oh, 10. Nice. Oh, 10. Like, the, the, like, it is a very – it is this is probably, like, the best uh, narrative for me that has somehow just – been fallen into the magic's lap has has fallen into my existence. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah, I know this sounds like really stupid, but like I've gone on record on this podcast mm-hmm. about how much I like and relate uh, at least to a, Markel Foltz. Well, well, yeah, like exactly, like Markel Foltz's story. Because I don't mm-hmm. really know Markel Markel as a person. Really. You know, like,
0: all I need to know is how much he loves Chick Fil A. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm you in. get it. <laughs> I get it. Yep. Um, Yo, Orlando, told him. 35 locations.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, just the, the the fact that, you know, the 76ers are my second favorite team, I've always loved the Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. Had Tracy McGrady jerseys growing up. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I went to CityWalk in Universal and had that like the photoshopped picture yeah, yeah. of you me. dunking. Well, no, it wasn't me dunking. It was me with Tracy McGrady. Oh. <laughs> like it was like we were both at half court like waiting Like, we were on defense, and we were waiting. (laughs) Did you slap the ground? Huh? I would have. Yeah. If I was playing with Tracy (laughs) McGrady, I would have. (laughs) Yeah. Team Uh, Matt. But, uh, yeah, and just the fact that we've needed a point guard for so long. Forever. uh, Now, okay, I know you're excited. What's your expectation level? How are you going to manage that as a fan? I mean, the thing is, like, Marquel can score eight points, and I'm still like crazy proud of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, like when he makes like like a wide open mid range jumper, yeah, I you, freak out. I told you this. You, I was like, get
0: ready to feel exactly how I felt for the last four years watching Justice Winslow. It's mm-hmm. just the, it's the, it's the same. Mm-hmm. Whenever he does anything offensively, you're like,
2: <laughs> suck it, haters, <laughs> fucking suck it. <laughs> um,
1: especially like since we've had so many problems developing young guys, if we can bring him in and do something that like the 76ers at least weren't patient enough to do mm-hmm. you know uh which their they kind of didn't align their, with.
0: their their timeline kind of screwed themselves with that right yeah i don't they were too good
1: last year yeah it kind i of don't ruined the process yeah it wasn't the the 76ers like they had the worst uh the, the best problem that they could have exactly, had. exactly yeah they were just better
0: than they thought they would be yeah by the time they got there exactly so then they Doubled down. I, I said this the other day. I was like, they are now reverse processing. Mm-hmm. They're giving up a bunch of their assets to get really good players, and things like that don't always work out. Mm-hmm. It, it, like you talk about super teams and stuff, but the the most um, you know glaring example of a super team is the Warriors. But outside of KD and now Boogie in the lineup, but Boogie's only there for one year. Um, they're almost all home home homegrown guys. Right or veterans that were brought in to fill out the bench. Right. So it's this weird thing where like, you can do the sort of like uh LeBron big three era with the heat with D Wade and Chris Bosh, mm-hmm. or you can do the, it's what's, it seems like the warriors are, are ch- the Sixers are chasing more of the warriors design of having just almost like a whole lineup of all-stars. Cause if Toby was in the East all season, he'd be an all-star. Yeah. He'd be there over Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm which I like this saying that the the rule about snub talk is if you say someone is snubbed, like if you're like, man, so-and-so got snubbed, you have to be able to say who you would replace them. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just say they're snubbed. You can't just become, you know, emptily complain about right. it. You like, have like, to have, you out. have to be like who, if he's snubbed, who's coming out. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, there's one more. Oh, well, we'll talk about the bench a little bit because Jonathan Simmons is a good player.
1: Yeah, he's a good player. I'm not sure how much.
0: Interestingly, though, because I watched the first game back. Mm -hmm. um, They looked really good. Yeah. Um, Against the Nuggets? Yeah, it was the Nuggets game. It was a fun game. Uh, He's the only new addition that didn't play.
1: Yeah, yeah, true.
0: Boban played. uh, Mike Scott played. uh, Who's that other dude? Who's the other one they got? They made another trade. Mm -hmm. Boban played. I said Boban. Oh, uh, gotta say him twice. That's true. He deserves it. One of the most lovable dudes in the league. I don't remember. There's one more guy that they got, but I can't remember who it is. James Ennis. I remembered. Yeah, James Ennis. James That's Ennis right. played. That's uh, the key to remembering things. Is you have to give up on it, and then your brain is like, "No, don't give up on right. me. Don't leave me."
1: Uh, uh, see, I was. Uh, I'm interested in their like sort of backup center rotation now that they have. Boban, as well as uh, well, they have Jonah Bolden. four
0: dudes now that could play center minutes, right? Who's the who's Amir the, Johnson?
1: Yeah, Amir Johnson, I would say, is the fourth. Now like, he is. At now the beginning of
0: the season, he was the second. Exactly.
1: Yeah, um, which but, that just
0: speaks to depth depth
1: improvement. Well, yeah, it, um, Jonah Bolden has played so well. Mm-hmm. Um, as yeah, of recently. I think I
0: think that we're going to see that Jonah Bolden and Boban play against different matchups. I think a team like the Nuggets bring in like they bring Jokic and they bring Plumlee and they bring other guys like you know Hernan Gomez and stuff mm-hmm. that they wanted more big you know more not that like I don't know Boban is weird I don't know a lot about Boban other than that his per thirty six minutes make him look like the gr- the greatest player of all time <laughs> right, yeah. it's like stupid how efficient he is per thirty six and stuff he just like doesn't have the stamina to play long long stretches of time because mm. he's like a, he's a ginormous human being. Mm-hmm. He's freakishly huge.
1: No, okay, so... But I'll, I don't
0: know, like, what his general, like, skill set and skill level is.
1: I'll, I'll pose this question to you, right? Say you're playing against uh, Miami yeah. in the playoffs, yeah. right, which is possible. Yeah. That uh, happened last year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking, you have Hassan Whiteside out there, mm-hmm. right? And you take you have to play which means Joelle, that you're gonna like get... limited minutes or something and you have to put in your backup center. Are you putting out Bobon or are you going to put out Jonah Bolton? You're gonna put out Bobon, I think Well for actually defense? the thing is did, okay so. wait
0: wait why are we saying that for some reason Joel is like hurt or something so you yeah need he to he has okay play okay uh, he I broke think it, his face you, okay <laughs> you, you literally wait and see if if Whiteside is cooking. Right, right. Because if Whiteside's cooking, you have to put size out there. Because he, like, he's been on a stretch lately. Right, he's been destroying little dude. Like, he's feeling it again. He's right. back to 2016. Mm-hmm. This on Whiteside. If he's not feeling it, if JoJo gets in his head, like, like the playoffs last year, and mm-hmm. he's hurt like he was last year in the playoffs, um, you put Jonah Bolden out there and you start exposing him. Yeah, expose him. But, I don't know if Jonah Bolden is good enough of a shooter to do that. I don't know. He's been shooting really every, he shoots, all the I don't know what his 50's. stats are. You know, like right. if he's a mid 30s up shooter, mm-hmm. then you put him out there and you expose him if mm-hmm. he's
1: not cooking. He's also not <laughs> small either. I mean he's seven foot. Yeah. He, I mean he's a good defender. But he looks kind of skinny. You gotta like I think he's more lanky. Like Whiteside's
0: skinny. a big dude. Yeah. Whiteside a big strong dude. I and mean,
1: he's not Bobon.
0: Exactly. Bobon's a giant. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's the Sixers and I guess the magic. All right, if you're going to talk about the magic one, I'm going to talk about the heat one, because just blessings to Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington. Just blessings. Love. thank you for your hard work and your professionalism. Tyler, thank you for your teeth. And on multiple occasions, that dude, I've never seen someone lose so many teeth in basketball. Literally at least once a year he loses a tooth, like getting headbutt or something like that. He's a, He's a scrappy dude, but... I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like we made a trade that was strictly for financial reasons, and it's like
1: mostly because TJ's getting paid like nineteen nineteen million. million. Fuck
0: you, Nets. I like you too much for what oh. You is did that to what us. happened? He was a restricted free yeah. agent, and they gave him an as offer the for Nets do million? to everyone. They Ooh, signed a stupid backloaded contract. Yeah, his average per year is like twelve million. When you look at his contract as a whole, like if 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 you had a guy with with Tyler Johnson's like effort level and productivity and defensive effort. 12 million a year, on the modern cap, you're like, heck yeah, that's perfectly fine. 19, though, hey, hey, he makes the same amount of money as Goran Dragic. Ayy. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. You know what, though? I'm kind of bummed. Well, okay, they, they got traded in return for Ryan Anderson, who will probably never see the court. Right. Uh, that's just, will probably never see the court and then get waived before next season. Um Wayne Alling to Sound with the Pistons after his buyout with the Suns. Yeah. And I was like, that's a bummer because I really wanted him to go to a team. Philly, Philly, the Lakers, a team where he was going to have a shot, you know? Mm-hmm. But apparently the thinking was, from his point of view, was the Detroit is where he's going to get the most minutes mm-hmm. and the most shots up and mm-hmm. be able to come back
1: into free agency next year. Which is something that he didn't get a lot of in Miami. Like, he wasn't getting well, any playing time.
0: Well, the problem with last year, he got... A ton of it, right? And then he just want we we there was a mutual wanting him to come back, and then just his defensive lapses were too much to overcome this season. He didn't get a lot of minutes, and he wasn't shooting as well. Like he broke the record last season for threes made in a season by a Heat player. Oh,
1: by a Heat player, yeah.
0: So like he he could have done this last year, but you know. Uh they just wanted to re- to the the re- the the reunion and I think the heat wanted to take care of him a little bit. It's kind of a a running trend.
1: You know who used to hold that record? Alonzo Morning. No. <laughs> Yudonis Aslam? No. No, but he did
0: pat onto his all time rebound record the other night. Oh, he yeah? played like two minutes. They <laughs> Spo put him in with like eighteen seconds left in the first half. And the defense held, uh, I think it was Buddy Heald, like a long three, and he completely airballed it, and, and white, or, uh, Udon just caught it right before the buzzer went off. And I was like, add to that record, baby. stat, that bad. <laughs> but, yeah, I just want to thank Tyler and Wayne for their time. Because, you know, I don't, I don't like when people I, – I had this idea the other day. Do you think it's a negative for fandom that we know about the contract numbers? Hmm. Like, in a vacuum, if you had no idea how much money a guy like Tyler Johnson made, he seems like people would love him without question. But because you know about his cap hit, so many fans just turn on them. It's like, it, like it's their fault
1: that they got paid.
0: That's crazy to me.
1: Yeah, Maybe. Maybe it would definitely change a lot of it things would, if yeah, like for if, sure. if it was just not public information yeah, yeah like cuz there's i mean there's kind of an inverse to that too right cuz Vucci's making like 12 million dollars a year and he's an all-star yeah so he's so on you a love really good like even more <laughs> he's on a really good contract yeah. or somebody like robert covington's on a really good contract i mean
0: even goran dragic like mm-hmm. i said he if, it, only 19 million for an all-star
1: mm-hmm.
0: i mean he's not in his prime anymore but when he was traded over he was in his prime Yeah, Um, It's just something I thought of and I was like like a guy like Tyler Johnson who does nothing but try his hardest and you know, he's obviously not as good as a lot of players, but he's a good role player who tries puts maximum effort in all the time plays scrappy defense. If you didn't know if the fan base didn't know how much money he was making, they'd love him like they loved him when he was an undrafted free agent, you know, right? It's the same thing with like Rodney Magruder. Now that Rodney Magruder has gotten slightly paid not even that much. There's like a
1: turning on him. It's like it's weird. Yeah, and if contract information wasn't released, then you also wouldn't have, like... I'm not saying it should happen. I just think it's interesting. I think yeah, it would be, yeah, it would the be idea it. different. Yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. Like, I, fan- I fandom would be
0: completely different if we didn't know. Like, imagine listening to, like, the Low
1: Post or something uh-huh. with having no knowledge of these things. Well, you know? and having no no knowledge of, like, say, someone like Fucci, right, who's making only 20, $12 million a year, mm. <clears throat> but he's on the last year of his contract. Yeah. So, you know, if you... If that weren't allowed, if, if somehow we were in some theoretical world where we didn't know mm-hmm. the contract information, we wouldn't know why Vucci would like, we'd be like, why the fuck would we trade Vucci? He's, you know, our best player right now.
0: Well, would it ever, would it have ever even come up by reporters? That's the thing. Who knows? How do you feel about that, by the way? Are you, are you down with, uh... I hope we were Sonom. Yeah?
1: I hope, I hope we bring <laughs> back Vucci and Terrence Ross and we just, we try to be good. Okay. Good. <laughs> i mean nice now that we brought in markel like uh, to me that is you know that should be that's why i'm okay with them giving up a first round pick mm-hmm. um even though it's, like it's
0: a, especially because it's not even yours it's it, just an extra one you have yeah it's it's
1: yeah um <clears throat> and it's uh and it's at like top 20 protected yeah, it's, it's, thunder, thunder, it's, a it's a thunder, thunder pick. pick
0: it's going to be like the 27th or 28th pick or something
1: yeah um so, I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, to me, if you took, like, if you somehow could take out Markel and, like, put him in this year's draft, you know, like, or whatever. He'd be the person you would want well, to did draft. You, like, I'd be okay with uh, us drafting him with that pick. You yeah. Know? Um, and I don't think Jonathan Simmons was really, like, in our long term plans. No. Um, and I don't think we've even been playing him as much as. Uh, like somebody like Terrence Ross. Terrence Ross is just playing so well. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's there's a, like a good chance that he might win 6 Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah. He also wants to be called Human Torch. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Because like uh, originally like his, uh, I think, his other nickname was Microwave or yeah. T Wave, which I was like, mm, ah, that's not. A I big... get it, but it's kind of lame. Yeah, that's kind of T Wave. I get it. Kind of lame So I think that he uh, Yeah he's trying to He's trying to Put that out there He's like you know what Call me Human Torch I'll help you out But here. there's a
0: uh, Nicknaming yourself Is also weird
1: I'd rather call him Human Torch
0: I mean yeah It's a cool <laughs> No like like this one works
1: But trying to nickname yourself
0: But it's funny. like You know You could go the Doug Martin route And like everyone wants To call you Muscle Hamster Which is fucking awesome
2: mm-hmm.
0: Or you would be like Call me the Dugganator And it's like bro Shut up Did he say that Yeah he was like, I don't like Muscle Hamster. I want to be the Dugganator. What? Dug-a-nator's Dude, Muscle name. Hamster is such a good nickname. It's so unique. It's like Pocket Hercules. And it's, and it's visual. Yeah. Like, little, little thick running backs get good nicknames. Yeah. Muscle Hamster and Pocket Hercules, that's Maurice Jones, Drew's old nickname? Mm-hmm. That's a good nickname. Anyway. Um, how do you feel about Otto Porter going to Chicago? Why? Yeah, I kind of get that. For, it was for uh, Bobby Portis, Jabari Parker, and a
1: second-round pick. Um, yeah, I don't wh- – like, what are, the, what are the Wizards trying to do? Like, are, are they just trying to clear up Capra?
0: Oh, well, I think the Wizards uh, – John Wall slipped and fell on
1: his <laughs> Achilles or whatever,
0: and they were like, oh, fuck it. We'll just build around Bradley Beal. Um, and Otto Porter's making too much money. Cause they maxed him last season and yeah, you know, it's interesting. Like I get why the bulls would want like a solid youngish small forward Mm. for their roster purposes or whatever. But I heard a take that was like Otto Porter is a guy who is worth the money he makes on a, on a great team, but he's not worth that money on a bad team. Does that make sense? Like, he's he's your third or fourth option on a really good team. Or on the Wizards, which is not a really good team, despite what they should or should not be on paper. Mm-hmm. Um, but he shouldn't be your best player.
1: Or if you love Lowry, your second best player. Yeah, like, if he was available, I wonder. Could he draw that money on the open market? Could he draw that money on the open market, but, like, why didn't, you know... Was there, like, a potential play for, like, the Rockets or somebody like that? That would, that would be an interesting Ooh. for him to go to. They, you know? Yeah, that would be weird. Um, but, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the Bulls are, it's are just, tanking. It's I don't just really, weird both ways. Yeah. I find it strange. Okay. I, I do hope that Jabari Parker does do well, though. Like, as... Much as like the the Wizards is a, a shit show, mm-hmm. like
0: I oh he'll get his chance. And guess what, uh, Mister? Uh, we don't get paid to play defense. Jabari Parker. They don't play any defense in Washington, so they won't care. <laughs> oh, I'm at the first uh, Stauskas Baldwin trade, which is on this list like three times. <laughs> uh, let's see, Alec Burks. Uh, went to Sacramento. This seemed kind of like just, Oh, this Meh. is how Houston got Shumpert. Meh. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a big enough move. How about Harrison Barnes to the Kings?
1: Oh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they needed a good three. Um Uh, how you know, he's, he's in his like late twenties. He's 29, I think. Right. Something like that. Right. Um, uh, and
0: he's I only, like he it has for Sacramento. A, he has a player option for next year.
1: The the Mavs uh who who they get back? Harrison Barnes, uh Justin Jackson and Zebo.
0: There's, there's probably picks. picks involved. There's picks. Yeah, there's probably yeah. picks
1: involved. Um yeah, I'm pretty sure that they're doing it to clear up some cap space, right? Because Harrison Barnes was their biggest contract. The Mavericks, yes, the Mavericks opened up a max spot mm-hmm. for the off season. Could yeah. you
0: imagine like if KD's like ah oh, fuck it, I'll go to Dallas. <laughs> like one one of these one of these random All Stars that are going to be free agents like uh, K- K- Kyrie, Kawhi, KD, all the K names, right? Clay. Like if any of them are like yeah, let's just go to Dallas and hang out with Luca and, and Chris Kristaps, right? It'd be so weird. <laughs> nah, it's gonna be Vucevic's like, dog. That I can Ma- see that happening. That max spots for Vucci. I can see it happening,
1: dude. Euro squad. I want an all-white starting lineup. That and, like, I don't... I mean, they're not going to give Vucci a max, right? No. Like, he's probably going to make, like, 25, I would I would guess. Yeah, something like that.
0: Um, he's 28 or something? Yeah. Yeah, so he'll get a big deal.
1: Um, but I, I I could see him getting, like, an Aaron Gordon uh, deal. Like, an Aaron Gordon's making, like, 24, 25. Um, but Aaron Gordon's is dope because it's descending. Yeah. I wish everyone would sign deals like that. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be like, it would suck to not get Vucci back for next season. But but Euro Euro squad would be fun. Euro
0: squad would be fun. Yep. Uh, That one doesn't matter. We talked about James Dennis. Okay, here's another one in the arms race Milwaukee got Miritich. Mm -hmm. Three Cola, Mm -hmm. as some may call him, uh, for Milwaukee sent over Jason Smith. Stanley, I'm a Bustin' Justice Winslow, isn't Johnson. What did I just say? Four second round picks. And Detroit got Thon Maker out of it in a three-team trade. Right. So um, Thon Maker got out like he wanted. They replaced him
1: with a way better player,
0: mm-hmm. who is an amazing fit.
1: Yeah. It, it, it seems like a lot of second round picks, but they're second round picks. Like. They
0: didn't send them, though, or all of them, because it's a three-team trade. I don't think they all came oh, from is it Milwaukee. A three, there was yeah. A- Milwaukee. New Orleans and Detroit were all part of the trade
1: and Detroit. Well, yeah. Oh, they sent, Oh, they sent Thon, thon to, Detroit. to Detroit. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I mean, Which, it's that's a,
0: weird. Can you have a more opposite backup to Andre Drummond than Thon maker? <laughs> what in the world?
1: <laughs> um, I mean, it's two birds with one stone, right? Like you get rid of uh, Thon Maker Thon and then out. get somebody who's really good, at stupid the stupid good them. fit, really good at the four. Dude, for them. Nico won't even start for them, right? If Giannis is playing four, Giannis starts
0: at the four. Yeah, he'll right. come off the bench, and they'll do. They'll they're gonna have basically at all times four shooters around Giannis, mm-hmm. like and dudes that are big. That's the thing that Nico brings that they didn't have, like. Thon Maker is tall, but he's not a great shooter, and they didn't even play him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Brooke Lopez was like their one, you know, big dude who could shoot. They could put out there with the honest. Now they can have Nico out there too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not as big. He's a what is he like six ten, six nine, something like that. But that dude can shoot, shoot. I think she grow his beard back out. Yeah, I think it fits the Mil- the, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee. lifestyle. Yeah. Like how Aaron Rodgers grows his beard out during the season, right? Yeah, except Miritich's beard gets nasty, in a good way. Mm-hmm. It's just like I look like I'm from the wilderness. It's impressive. Yeah,
2: uh,
1: how impressed are you with the the Bucks this season?
0: Super like, impressed. Like- so I mean, I expected them to be better because of Bud, but mm-hmm. I I mean, I thought I expected a top three in the East finish, but they are. They're the best team in the East, I mm-hmm. think.
1: Although they did lose last night to the real The budget. Magic yeah. I
0: saw that by like twenty.
1: Uh, do you know why? No. Giannis wasn't playing. Oh. <laughs> why wasn't Giannis playing? Um I don't know. Was it his dick was too bad? Was it the
0: was it the new the new term load management? Uh, I like that term <laughs> teams are using <laughs> DNP. Um, load management.
1: No, I'm not I'm not sure why he wasn't playing. Hmm. But we beat him by like twenty, dude. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, you, you know who the magic,
0: magic are trying to take that eight seed from the heat.
1: We've won uh four out of our last five. You know, who was the, the highest uh, scorer on the magic yesterday, Vucci, Jonathan Isaac, hey. yeah. with how many 17 points. That was your high school. Yeah.
0: A nice, I mean, it was balanced team effort. Yeah. I like that. I think there was like a bunch of double digit guys stuff. that yeah. had,
1: um, double digits.
0: Uh, ba-da-ba-da, ba-da-ba-da. Oh, look, there's uh, Sauce Castillo getting traded again for uh, with some money for a second-round pick. <laughs> mm, that's kind of useless. How about, okay, here's the, the, the other one. Other oh, the, arms race. Other one right. in the arms race right yeah. here. Raptors. Marcus Gasol to Toronto for Jonas Valanciunas, DeLon Wright, CJ Miles, and a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. First thing I thought when I saw that trade go through, what were the Hornets not giving up? How did they blow it? He had been rumored to be going to the Hornets for like three days. Poor Kemba. Doing my boy dirty. He wants one dude to play with. That's good. (laughs) I bet you Michael Jordan was like, no, I won't give you my other tall white men. I want all of them. (laughs) I won't give up any of them. I want all the tall white boys. Come
1: Uh, on now. uh, Raptors are doubling down essentially on their like uh, let's – Let's make this run. They Let's basically were like, CJ Miles no, isn't
0: playing well this year, so we don't care. Mm-hmm. Send him away. DeLon Wright, he's a fine young player, good mm-hmm. bench player, but their bench is so... Bench isn't as good as last year, but it's the same players, so I feel like the bench
1: could be bench mob again. But you he's, know what I mean? he's someone that... Uh, they don't need he's, him. He's, well, he's also an attractive asset yeah, for exactly. Memphis. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and then Jonas Valanciunas is basically Marcus All Jr., he just, like, kind of like Marc Gasol and not as
1: good. I mean, he, he can't shoot as well as Gasol.
0: True. That's why he's junior. <laughs> he can't pass as well or defend as well either. He's just, like, yeah. a not as good version of Marc Gasol. Uh, you know what's been weird to me? I saw, like, I've heard a bunch of people that are, like, confused about their rotation. They're like, I don't know what this means for the Raptors. Because all season... They've been starting either Serge Ibaka or Jonas Valanciunas, depending on the matchup. It just seems like you have Serge come off the bench to me. It seems really simple. I don't know why, because now uh, Pascal Siakam starts at the the 4 every game. I don't see why they would not do that. Why would they start Serge at the 4 with, like, it just, that seems like going backwards to me, like they used to do. Um. And no way do they start him over Marcus Sall
1: At the five. Yeah, I, yeah, I would agree. There's no way that you make that trade for Marcus All and not start him, right? Yeah, that'd be stupid. Yeah,
0: I feel, I, I, I feel happy little for Marcus Sall though, because that dude has been sick of the tank for like two years. Yeah, and now he's out. He's got a chance now.
1: Well, and they even—I mean—they weren't tanking this year. They tanked last year. They were trying to win this year. Yeah, but they're not good. I, yeah, I agree with you. But like it's not <laughs> they try to losing. Yeah. I feel like tank no, in, yeah, implies yeah, yeah. intention. Yeah.
0: But I think in Marcus Saul's heart it don't matter. Right.
2: Losing uh, sucks.
0: Uh freaking Mike Conley's still trapped poor guy. Poor guy.
1: There yeah, was rumors feel-
0: of, there was rumors about Detroit trying to get him. There's rumors about Utah trying to get him. Right. Utah would be pretty fun. Yeah. With him and Donovan Mitchell with Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Pretty fun. I wanted him to go to the Pacers, because that was another rumor. Before he got before Victor Oladipo got hurt.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh I think it would have been cool before Depot got hurt. Yeah, I but think, I think, that think that if be you lot made of that fun. I think if you made that play now as the Pacers, it might hurt you in the long run. And plus yeah. I don't think that it's gonna help you that much in the short term either. Yeah. They signed Wes
0: Matthews from the buyout market, the Pacers. I yeah. was like, why Why bother? Like, he'll probably start now. In, I mean, it's kind of... Oladipo's spot. Is it too
1: late to tank?
0: Yeah, dude. They were like the four... Yeah, they were, like, they were they're they're playing too, really well. They're too well. good already to tank now. Yeah, and they're already they like, two-thirds of the able, way through the they season. They might be able to get into the lottery. Yeah. They might.
1: They might fall out of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, which, so you said, Markell, if the Wizards and the Pacers fell out of the playoffs, that's Yeah, there's a shot. Good for us. Good for the Magic. You and the Pistons.
0: Yeah. Dude, the Pistons are only a half game behind the Heat right now in the 8th seed. I think we've are we been on a stinky, stinky stretch. Three and a half or two and
1: a half games behind you guys. We've been on a
0: bad stretch. Um, All right, I have the most important trade of the entire week for you. Shelvin Mack to Atlanta for Tyler
1: Dorsey. Dude, I didn't even hear about that (laughs) trade. Are you kidding me? This is blowing my mind. Get out Last of here. Last season's Orlando Magic assist leader, Sheldon Mack. With 3.8 Yo, assists you, a game.
0: You like have to feel bad when a team that is full on tanking is like, get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. But do you want to know the most important trade of the weekend? Team LeBron trades Russell Westbrook to Team Giannis for Ben Simmons. <laughs>
1: Wait, did the so did that draft, the All-Star draft? Did that happen before the last uh, It happened
0: after the deadline. Oh, yeah. The deadline did, was yeah, yeah. at 3 and that happened at 5. Right. Okay. And then the Lakers played again. I game. watched
1: like maybe the last half of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched a majority of the reserve draft. Um it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was like funny. it wasn't like It's not where it needs our to be. Expectations yet. were too high. Yeah, it's not where it
0: needs to be yet. Well, first of all, don't do it on like, why did they do it that day? It's so weird. Like, they crammed it in literally an hour before LeBron had a game. Right. And then they were like, just do it now.
1: Do you think that they should Why do don't it- they just
0: do it, like, the day before the game?
1: Or do it, like, right before the All-Star game? That would be
0: funny. And they don't practice at all? Because they have practices. Right. The All-Star. They have, like, one or two practices. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Like, it's... Like, Line up on the, at, the, at the baseline. Uh-huh. We've got jerseys right here. Yeah. I pick you, I pick you, I pick you, I pick you. Sick. And then we, then we tip off. Then we play. That would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be really funny. But yeah, that they got to do it in person eventually. Just because, like, I want to see how Joel Embiid reacts to things.
1: Right. And they, I, I wanna, Yeah, I want to see all of them. You want to see them. Reserve, I, yeah, yeah, I want to see whoever's getting drafted's reaction.
0: Yo, Bradley Beal was the last pick. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess see- technically Dirk was, but they had the extra third round. But Bradley Beal was the last pick. Yeah. Now, it's because Giannis was like, Chris Middleton's my boy. So, so I'm going to take him first in the, are in the reserve Dirk round. Dirk
1: and Dwayne going to be all-stars again, technically? like, yeah, I think so. Is this going to add to I their... think so. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I think it's cool. I think it's a cool idea that they have Dwayne and I, Dirk I, and plus the story between listen, those, I, those like, them.
0: Listen, like, I think that it doesn't really matter in the long term because the the difference between being a 12-time and 13-time all-star is negligible. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Really matter.
1: Yeah. That's true. That's true. Like,
0: D-Wade is now a 13-time all-star. Instead of twelve, and Dirk's like a fifteen instead of fourteen or something. No, like
1: say say if like Mike Conley mm-hmm. never makes an All Star game, can he, they give can him an honorary his, one? So like if he was like, uh, I'd be cool with that. If he was like thirty four and he was like, guys, this is my last season. You know, he does like a Dwayne Wade thing. Isn't that like two years? Huh? Three years? Gee, that seems so soon. Yeah. Um, do you like? How do you feel about that? If they gave, him I'd be an cool honorary with it because he All-Star. deserves it. That dude deserves an All Star. True. I would. I would. On yeah. his resume true and if he was playing he in the is, East he would he, have been in, uh, like a, probably a multiple yeah. time all star he
0: is and has been
1: th-
0: like the best player who hasn't made an all star game for a long time of, of, of veterans yeah it's a, it's a bummer that Mike Conley hasn't gotten that recognition so I'd be cool with it we did it we covered the trade deadline oh that's it yeah
1: 45 minutes later Oh, wow. Look at that. (laughs) Show's over. (laughs) Uh, uh, There's a lot of moves. All right. So, uh, yesterday, I I was gone the whole day, but did you. There are two things that happened yesterday in in sports that were pretty big. Uh, One, the rematch between Virginia and. I didn't watch it. I saw that Duke won, but I didn't watch it. Uh, Yeah. Fucking. Apparently, uh, Duke shot incredibly well. Yeah. Like, I was looking at their stats. RJ Barrett shot 60%. Like, he shot... That's not as he, good as... Six for 10.
0: That's not as good as Zion Winston shoots on the <laughs> season. Scrub shit. From three? No. From the field. Oh, you're
1: talking about from three. I'm talking about from three. R.J. Barrett Dang, shot... R.J. Six for 10 from Dang, three. Dang, R.J. And Cam Reddish, uh, I think was 5 for 8. Nice. Yeah. So they shot really like just crazy well. And plus Zion like was like the third best player on the court, but he was third best with 18 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 blocks, yeah. 3 steals. <laughs> Domination. Yeah. Um
0: yeah, I feel like like I was thinking about watching it and then I was like I did something else. I don't remember what. I don't remember. What was the other thing that happened
1: yesterday? The Magic beat the. Bu- uh, did, I mean, did the you, Magic you beat, your, Magic well, beat the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, obviously, that's the greatest story <laughs> in all of sports. Um, no dude, fucking style bender. Oh, last night, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I watched the whole
0: main card. Uh, which was a bummer, dude. I was so I feel so bad for Bobby Knuckles. Yeah, Robert Whitaker, Robert man, Whitaker. he got a hernia after weigh-ins, and they had to go mm-hmm. take him to the hospital. He had to get surgery. So, his fight with Kelvin Gastelum got canceled. Yo, Cowboy was trying to fight Kel- Kelvin. Why
1: not, dude? He was in Australia. That motherfucker, like, he was Cowboy. in Australia.
0: Dude, he was in Australia mm-hmm. and they had accidentally sent his luggage to Austria, I think. So, he didn't have any luggage. We've been walking around Australia for a week in, like, the same clothes, like a tank top and shorts and flip flops. And, <laughs> and, of course, his hat. Right. And he was just like, they talked about it on the broadcast. They were like, he's just been chilling all week. He did a, <laughs> he, what do they call it, a shoey, that thing that Tui. Tavala. What's oh, yeah. that guy's name? I can't remember that guy's name, but he always drinks, takes the beer and they pour it in a shoe and he yeah. drinks it. It's disgusting. Yeah. But he like did one with him in the audience and shit with his cowboy boot. Uh, he was like, yo, I'll fight Calvin. And I was like, <laughs> fucking do it. Do <laughs> it. Is a cowboy. <laughs> He'll do anything. It's awesome. Um, yeah, they're talking about him fighting Connor. Mm hmm. That would be super fun. That would be awesome. That would be super be a- fun. Can you imagine the buildup to that? Connor would be like, like Donald Cerrone might be the one dude who I would be sure is immune to Connor's trash talk. Yeah, because I feel I mean? like he'd enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he'd, like be like, he'd be like, hey, if I win, uh, you got to drink like Bud Light in the Octagon, but if you win, I'll drink your stupid ass whiskey. <laughs>
1: Uh, like he's, he's someone who is a, and is it's so, not a
0: title fight. So like title fight, Donald Strong he has always kind of, uh, uh not been good. Right. He always falls short in title fights, but it uh, wouldn't be a title fight. It would just be, we're making money, baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fucking. And I feel like, uh, like cowboy is the one guy who's like, who's so lovable, but also like so bad. He's, he's awesome. Like, so like, it's he's so the most easy, wins ever. It's so easy
0: to respect him. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's literally down to fight anybody at any time. It's yeah. crazy. Um, but, yeah, the, oh, the other, I'll, I'll talk about the fight first. Israel fought, Israel, this last style bender. Adesanya, fought Anderson Silva, mm-hmm. Anderson Silva's return. I don't know how that dude can still do the things he does at 41 years old. However old he is, yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Like he, okay, Anderson lost the fight, right? Israel Adesanya won, and I agree with
1: the decision. F- In a unanimous decision, it went
0: three rounds, unanimous decision. Yeah, and I completely agree with the decision. Uh, Anderson uh, got touched up way more than Adesanya did. Adesanya was much more aggressive, but that's been Anderson Silva his whole career. He's always been a counter striker. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, you know, when you're like that, like like prime Anderson Silva or prime Lyoto Machida. You are susceptible to if I don't get the finish, right. you will beat me right. because you are coming after me. It's just part of the style. Um, but yeah, I I was watching that fight, and obviously, I was like, Israel Adesanya is the future. He's amazing. I can't. I still want Robert Whitaker and Kelvin Goslem to fight. I think that's a great fight. But whoever wins that is gonna fight Israel Adesanya in its hype.
1: Is he? Is his? Uh, he's been fighting for a while, right? Because it, it, like he has been. Adesanya? Yeah, he's been this is his for... second year in the UFC. Second year don't in know the about UFC actually. Uh is he undefeated? He has an undefeated record. Yes, he's like in 16 and 0
0: or 10 uh 12 and 0. I don't remember. He's yeah. something to no.
1: And he did kickboxing before this? Probably. Or just... the dude knows how to kick? Yeah. Um crazy fun to watch. Crazy like, I was I was, was, was kind of mad like yeah. last night that the shoot went that long. Uh because I missed that fight. I was, yeah, like, it, it was kinda
0: It was it was a lot of fun. That fight was a lot of fun to watch. Um, it, it was literally like a, a really cool part of it was you could tell that An- Anderson Silva was like Israel Adesanya's idol. He said after the fight in his interview, he was like, "For me, this is like if I'm a basketball player and I'm playing against Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it, that's my idol that yeah. I just fought." And, yeah. and like you could really tell that Adesanya appreciated the moment and embraced the moment and Mm -hmm. won the fight. And they both were doing like showboaty stuff. Yeah. Like there was a really cool sequence at the end of the first round where Adesanya threw this crazy spinning like wheel kick and Anderson... Old school ducked it, yeah. and then gave him the look, and then Adesanya <laughs> went into like this, this like karate pose, and he did this thing where he I like saw, I saw he, that there's like a gif of it out there, and then Anderson did the classic where he just puts his hands on his hips and he's like, come at me, bro. <laughs> Yo, Anderson was letting him. He was doing that stupid shit where he lets you punch him. Oh, really? Where he, where he just kind of like goes like this, yeah, and he lets you punch him, but he moves his head away so yeah. it kind of lessens the blow of the strike. Yeah. He was doing that with Adesanya, and I was like, you, you be. He doesn't learn his lessons. (laughs) Weidman got you like that. But it it was just amazing to me to watch him at his age still be able to move the way he does and strike the way he does. It's crazy. And he said he still wants to fight. He wants to fight in his hometown in Brazil, which leads me to this. I saw this after the fight. Anderson Silva was like, let me fight Nate Diaz in Brazil. I'm sorry, Nick Diaz in Brazil. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Have they fought before? No, but they they've always talked shit. Are you sure they haven't fought before? Maybe they fought once. I think they did fight once.
1: Like no, because yeah, because uh, Nick Diaz did that uh, that cage shit where yeah like, yeah yeah they like, fought he, the one he time back against the cage yeah. and he was talking shit to him.
0: Yeah, but they they like and since that fight, Nick Diaz has continued to talk shit about him. Like yeah, it would just be a super fun fight. And then I saw that on Twitter, and then Conor McGregor was like, "Do this, I'll fight Nate on the same card." And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> It'd be so hype. connor has been tweeting like crazy, he, like, about matchups. Like, yeah. I see after every fight card, Connor tweets, like, respects to people. He's like, man, I saw this dude fight, and he was awesome. Like, he tweets, like, nice things about fighters. And then he'll be like, like, a couple days ago, he was like, uh, uh, somebody tweeted some report about him fighting Cowboy, and he was like, let's make this happen. And then last night he was like, I'll fight Nate Diaz in Brazil. (laughs) And he just like talks about wanting to fight people like in their home countries and stuff like that. I'm like, he doesn't care about like... You have to admire... I don't know. It's weird. Like, does he even care about belts? I don't think he does. I don't think he
1: does. He's got all that fuck you money, (laughs) man. He's
0: got that money. He
1: was the champ champ.
0: He doesn't... You know what belts
1: he cares about, dude? Fucking Gucci Gucci belts. (laughs) (laughs) And he cares about making sure that he can buy a matching one for his son. He says, like, when, when Dana White's bringing that belt, he says, you know what? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Pass that Versace. I can pronounce nothing. Pass
0: that say, Uh, Kelvin did a fun little bit, too, yesterday. Kelvin Gosselin. He, he borrowed, um, uh, what's his name? Henry Cejudo's belt. And he was walking around wearing it. Okay. And it was like. He was like, "I'm the champion now." And was like, All <laughs> know, right, dude. Kelvin. Which he had to do. Like he had, he apparently did like an interview where he was really, he was really good, um, and he kind of had to because there was this idea that if Israel Adesanya was flashy enough, the UFC would just be like, "Nah, he's fighting Robert Whitaker now instead of you." Huh? Which is a bummer, but the UFC does do that kind of stuff. Yeah. I would rather see Kelvin get the shot first. Yeah, especially because I mean. I looked it up last night Robert Whitaker could be good to go in like two months so if they just reschedule this, put it in you know April or May and then do if they if they can do a quick turnaround have Israel fight the winner doesn't it doesn't seem like that much of a problem uh, but yeah I, I look forward to any fight for Israel Adesanya from now on that dude is awesome I also saw some really cool art of him with the avatar the last airbender arrow yeah, and stuff yeah. that's, that, I was like that's super cool mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm down with that um you got any others? Oh, oh, I did one. I brought I watched uh the first half of the the inaugural Alliance of American Football game. Yeah. Go Orlando Apollos.
1: Is that who played? Was it like San Diego Fleet and the The
0: San Diego Fleet played somebody else. We uh we I'm already a fan. <laughs> uh the Orlando team played uh they sm- wait, let me take that back. They f- smashed uh the Atlanta team, Atlanta Legends. They won forty to six. The old ball coach Steve Spurrier doing it big. That's their head coach um, for the uh, Apollos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you know this? I never Maybe I don't know. Uh, I thought of a few things while watching this game. First, I thought, why are they the Apollos? Apollo is a figure. He's a Greek god. Right. Why are there multiple of them? Right. Why aren't they the Apollo? But that, even that would be weird. It's just a weird name. I'm into it, but it's weird. Yeah. They got like, like an archer symbol, which is kind of cool. Right. But it's just kind of weird. Like, why, why aren't why, you just the sons? are the
1: Artemis?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Artemis. Uh, Artemis is his twin sister.
1: What is? So what is like? Are there like
0: differences in like rules? Yeah, size? there's a lot of different rules. There's no kickoffs. There's uh, no kickoffs. Yeah, there's like, they took out the kickoff. You can't try extra points after touchdowns. Um, they have so I'll tell you some of the some of the really so the cons are essentially the players aren't as good as NFL players, and you can tell the quarterbacks are less accurate. There were some drop passes. There was bad offensive line play. Bad, boo. Um, but there was also flashy plays. There's a lot of fun plays. Mm-hmm. Um, the game is much faster. They took five seconds off the play clock. Okay. It just, and that, that made like a world of difference for speed of the game. Right. Um, they had a very, I thought was really interesting. They had a very transparent review process. There was a, there was a touchdown pass, uh, that Garrett, my boy, Garrett Gilbert threw <laughs> to somebody on the Apollos, he made a really good catch. He went up and got it. And then as he landed, it looked like the ball might've touched the ground. They called no touchdown and they went, Steve Spurrier challenged it, went to the review and they actually showed the review official on camera with a microphone. in the box and they showed her process. She watched it. She was talking to somebody on a microphone or on like a walkie talkie. And she was like saying what she was seeing in her thought process through the whole, and it was like, this is awesome. You see exactly how they make the decision. And she actually like changed her mind. The more she watched, she was like, she was like, here's what I see. It looks like the ball touches the ground. It looks like it helps them. And then she like listened and she was like, okay. And then she watched it some more and she was like, okay, yes, I see what you mean. So we get a knee down and we get an elbow down in possession. And then the ball touches the ground and he keeps possession. We're going we're gonna to change it to a touchdown. And I was like, that was awesome to see that kind of transparency. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, another cool thing, they had players mic'd up during the game. Really? I heard at least three fucks. Yeah. On CBS.
1: Dope.
0: Yeah. I'm, it, and it. and that, that's the jokey side of it. But the cool thing, like you literally heard play calls in the huddle. You could hear loud and clear audibles at the line of scrimmage. You could hear um, like the way the quarterbacks talk to their teams. It was really
1: cool. Do you feel like uh, any of this is going to influence w- w- uh, w- what the NFL does? I definitely
0: like, think that the if this league succeeds, it will one its its main basis will be a, be a pipeline league, as the G League is to the NBA. Right. This will be to the NFL. Okay. Um, that's gonna be its a number one. That's what they've hitched their wagon on. They, that's what they want to be. They want to be a developmental league for the for the NFL. Okay. I also think that the NFL could sort of unofficially use it to see how rules work like the NBA does with the G league officially where they do different rules right? and they test them in the G league first. I definitely think the NFL could be like, well, let's, you know, let's watch the, uh, the optics and let's see how these things help the game. Um, and then if it works there, we can adopt it or try it in the preseason. And if it works in the preseason, then we can adopt it the next season. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. the, the no kickoffs thing is awesome. It's like you know how the the kickoff especially now that they kick from even further up the field so it's a touchback like 70% of the time. Right. There's just so much wasted time in that extra commercial break that takes forever. Yeah. Without that it, it just goes it so way. much quicker and they just literally it's just you start with the ball on the 25 yard line and you just go. Right. It's great. I really I really enjoyed that. The craziest part, I saw the ratings this morning. 2.9 million viewers. More than the NBA gets on a Saturday really the AAF got more viewers than the nba gets on his, on the same day that's fucking weird america loves football. football and it's on cbs so it's on one of the big major channels it's fun
1: like i don't know if i'm going to
0: i'm not going to like do you
1: think it's like do you think that it's just the the beginners part that's of it, exactly you know? like how, like much gonna, are, how much like, is going to how much is going to fall off well, well, what is this? exactly yeah. yeah
0: um but if there's a you know there's always a craving for football, especially like a month after the season ends where people are like, oh man, I miss football season, you know? Yeah. And it's going to be there now. And there's more leagues coming. The XFL is coming and something else. There's another, I call it the weed league because Ricky Williams is involved. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Go Apollos. Go Apollos. They are already the best team in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you want to talk anything movies or otherwise?
1: Uh no, uh, no. Oh, I forgot to show you the shaft trailer. Did you watch it?
0: Uh, yeah, I watched it. You did? What yeah. do you think?
1: Uh, there was, so there's parts of it that made me laugh. And I was like, <laughs> like, as I was watching it, I was like, why am I laughing at this? Cause it was like, it's kind of cheesy. I liked it. Yeah. It looked fu- I've never seen any of
0: the bazillion shaft movies that exist. N- neither have I, but, but like, I was it like- looks
1: like a lot of fun. But it also didn't I was like, I don't think this is what Shaft is. I don't know a lot about Shaft. Yeah, one of the comments not, I
0: saw on the on the trailer was like Samuel L. Jackson's other shaft movie was like
1: violent yeah. and not funny. Yeah. It's not a comedy. Yeah.
0: But I don't know. It looks like a lot of fun. Where is to this me.
1: like it looks like, you know, Shaft in central intelligence, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's got that kind of vibe to it. It's like is it PG thirteen? Uh, no way. No, there's definitely no, because there's a red band trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah, that they do they replace motherfucker with guncocks in the trailer, but it's because it's a trailer. Um the 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 older guy, what's his name? Khalil Roundtree? Something like that. That dude is only six years older than Samuel L. Jackson. And I completely believe him being (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson's (laughs) dad. (laughs) Samuel Jackson is (laughs) seventy. That's insane, man. That dude looks amazing. You could tell me he's forty five and I would believe you. It's nuts. Dude's killing it. Woo, good That's for crazy. you, Samuel. That's crazy. You a bad motherfucker. <laughs> um,
1: no Michael Sarah involved, unfortunately. Dude, as far
0: as we know. Whoa, yo, dude. if Michael Sarah made a cameo in a Shaft movie, that'd be amazing. I'd fucking love it. <laughs> like the there's like a stinger, like a post credit scene. Samuel Jackson answers the door. He's like, "I'm your son." <laughs> Oh my I think,
1: god I think you might be my dad oh, I think you might be my dad This is awkward this is <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: god um, Did you watch anything this week That you want to talk about Oh we saw the Lego movie Yeah we saw uh, The Lego, Lego movie 2 The second part That's yeah. the full title mm-hmm. It was fun Yeah I liked it It was fun there I was like, it
1: I could, So before I watched it Because you know how sometimes like, You go to a movie
0: Yes. Yes Sometimes you,
1: you go to a movie let me collect Boom my roast. thoughts here. Boom roasted. Okay, so sometimes when you go to a movie, pause, pause, pause <laughs> for dramatic effect. <laughs> and you don't realize like what you're seeing until like the like the credits start and you're like, "Oh shit, I'm seeing the Lego movie too." Like that's what Did you do that? Yeah. You watched
0: all those bricks and you didn't realize you were watching a Lego movie? No, 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 no. Like I, I'm not saying you mean like event, like event-wise? You're like this is a sequel to a
1: movie that I have seen and enjoyed, and well, it's just like oh, like I'm going to watch a movie, and then like w- once the the movie actually starts, I'm like, like oh, I'm seeing Lego Movie two. I really enjoyed the first Lego Movie. I, oh, you said credits? I thought you meant end credits. I was like, you're insane.
0: What? I was like, no. you're you're nuts. No. <laughs> I saw. It.
1: I watched the entire movie and, didn't and then you were like, Oh, was I'm
0: seeing you heard Andy Sandberg, The Lonely Island come on, and you were like, Oh, the Lego movie, too. I that's, get that's it. That's what I'm
1: watching. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 uh, fucking. i like at the beginning of the movie, I was like, Oh, like I, I loved the first Lego movie, yeah, fucking, it's great. Oscar fucking, Snub, wept, wept at the end of that movie, mm-hmm. at the end of this movie, like, I was like, I, So I was watching it with. not really that expectation, but I was like, Oh, like open up yourself. Yeah. Like the enjoyment of this, uh, because you enjoy the first one so much. Um, I also saw the first one on the ship, which like is a good environment to watch it just because it's filled with so much hatred and depression. (laughs) (laughs) So the light and
0: joy brought by the Lego movie, you really need Emmett at that time. It's it's
1: basically like being like, like being around Tobias Harris and yeah. And Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and at the end, like, I, I didn't like this as much as the first I don't game. think it's as good. Yeah. It's still really good, but. Yeah. Um, but the end, like, I, I did get choked up. I don't think any tears fell down, but I was like. <laughs> <laughs> good, dude. Um, yeah, I think
0: I, an interesting thought came. Like, do you think that because we as an audience now knew the format, knew that it was about kids playing a game? Right. I think that was a big challenge. And I think they did a good job, uh, sort of manage- managing it. that throughout the film.
1: Well, they were like, but it's
0: also like you can feel it. Like I've never gone back and rewatched the original Lego movie. Yeah. But from the very beginning, you could fe- you could tell that the things that our characters are saying, the things that like Emmett and Wildstyle and whoever are saying, you can tell are the kids yeah. arguing and stuff like that at mm-hmm. points, and. I just think they did a really good job of of balancing the real world and the imaginary world, right? And 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 our expectations of it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I also I I I also think they had a big challenge of like, uh, I think any sequel faces, but I think was kind of unique with this movie, like like the callback stuff, like how much do they reuse like the everything is awesome bit Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I think that was a challenge. And I also think that they were like, oh man, our plot is weird and kind of convoluted. And then they were like, let's just be meta about it and it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like they were like, this isn't weird. Like, wait, are these Legos actually alive? What's going on? Mm-hmm. There's time travel involved. Just be meta and weird about it and just make it a joke and it's all good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I liked it.
0: You know, what's, it you know what I commend them for? What? Somehow I knew. Like, it was super, like we, we knew that Rex, oh, wait, I don't want to spoil anything. We're not, this isn't a spoiler a, no, episode. I can't say it. It's not a spoiler episode. Yeah. They, uh, the twist got me, uh, still, despite what I knew. Really? Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Those movies, all of them, the Lego movie, the Lego Batman movie, this movie, the jokes come at you a million miles an hour. They just—they're basically just constantly throwing jokes and seeing what lands. Mm. Um, Watch anything else? I feel like I have, but I can't think of anything. Right I watched now. a couple of things. I caught up on The Punisher. Right. Is really. This season season three? two. Season two. Probably the last season. I, I haven't seen any official word about a cancellation, but I assume because they're canceling all their their Marvel stuff that it's the last season. Um, I really enjoyed it. Shea Wiggum's daughter is in it. Her name is Georgia Wiggum. W- Wiggum. Wigham. Wiggum. Wiggle. wiggle um, she's, I really liked her in it. She's really good. Um, yeah. My, like, okay, I kind of wanted to ask you this because I, I finished it and then I went online and I looked up some, like, reviews and online reactions. So I was like, oh, what, what do people think of this? And there's this weird, like, weird collection of people who are, like, frank. I literally saw a comment that said he didn't punish enough people. And I was like, he literally kills at least forty people in this show. Yeah, yeah, he's killing people constantly. He literally ripped a dude's guts out with a knife. Mm-hmm. But there's also like a plot line where he lets some people live that he may not have done in the past. And part of part of his character arc is like, can he go back to being who he was before his family was killed? You know, can he find some peace? It's part of his character arc. And there are moments where he makes decisions of, like, he, he like, doesn't kill certain types of people that he would normally kill. And I saw people being, like, the Punisher would never do that. I, the, I literally saw someone that was, like, he didn't punish enough. And then in a comment to that, they were, like, I understand that he punished people. But, like, this isn't punishing with a link to some, like, I think it was just him, like, shooting someone in the head or something. Right. This is punishing to, like, a gruesome death. And I was, like... You're only going to enjoy the show if everything he does is overly gruesome? Yeah. That's stupid. Right. And then like uh, people complaining about giving him an arc. If he was just a mindless killing machine for 13 episodes, that's not a that's not a story. Mm-hmm. That's just a that's a music video. <laughs> like a like a music video for metal for metal music.
1: <laughs> like if you want that just watch Yuva Bowl movies. Yeah, what
0: know? what do you like what? Uh, I, I saw I, people literally being like, just because some kid said don't kid. There's like this whole layered story with character going on, where the the girl makes him think of his daughter, and he has this like fatherly love for her, and it's yeah. he's trying, and he's like conflicted within himself. Is he the the man who murders all evil people, or is he this dude, the the father he was before his family was killed? And I was like, I just. y'all some weird people if that's the story you're trying to watch because the story i watched i really enjoyed and the number one thing that needs to be said about the punisher is that john bernthal is stupid good yeah as the like you've seen it you've Mm -hmm. seen daredevil season two it's stupid how good he is as the punisher he's on in my mind he is on charlie cox robert downey jr level
1: fits that comic book character to a t right and like when you think about that that character you think of that actor. Oh,
0: like if I ever read a Punisher comment, I'm going to read it in that voice he does cuz yeah. it's not even John Murrhold's like real voice. Like his speaking voice is like higher pitched and way friendlier. Yeah. Like like when I watched an interview after and I was like shook by it. I was like John Murrhold, you're so nice. <laughs> I'm not I'm not messing around, Red. Like he, that's how he talks in the show. And he mumbles a, like I I had to turn subtitles on for it cuz like Part of it is that like he mumbles a lot and it's like part of his thing uh-huh. And then there's like a villain who like had kind of like a weird voice and I was like I can't really understand what he's saying like I like him, but he, I can't really understand him So I had to turn the subtitles on but I'm the, I don't know what I'm gonna do Like he just talks like that all the time like and I'm like, oh man when he talked in his normal voice I was like thrown off by it But yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it only only one Marvel Netflix show left
1: uh, Jessica Jones, season three. Season three. Of I didn't Jessica even finish Jones.
0: season two of Jessica Jones.
1: Yeah, you didn't like it, right? Mm-mm. It did one of
0: my. I loved season one. Season one is great. Mm-hmm. Something season two was missing was David
1: Tennant. Um, it, David Tennant wasn't in season two. Well,
0: well, he yeah, but not
1: in like the same spoke co- of. Not in, not, not in the same capacity, like Will Ferrell in Lego Movie two. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh my god! You think Will Ferrell worked for three hours and did all of his work for that <laughs> movie? Much. Jesus, and got paid billions of dollars for it probably. Oh my God. Um, But yeah, uh, Jessica Jones season two does one of my least, I think I've talked about it on the show before, one of my least favorite things with a plot is when uh, when you establish that someone's family has passed away or they don't have their family and then you bring them back. back, And it's like this weird convoluted thing. They literally bring her mom back and she looks different. And can't remember her, her daughter, and I was like, "This is too much for me. This is stupid." I stopped watching, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll still watch season three. It's, I like I like the character. I really like Kristen Ritter. I read the the Wikipedia article. Like I read the synopsis of each episode, so I know what happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, "I got to keep up with what happens right. in the universe." But, so. I, can't waste all this but I don't want to watch it all. Yeah. Um, the other thing I watched, you mentioned, was Sex Education. I watched all of it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, I think I expect it to be a little bit more of a comedy than it is, just based on the trailer. Okay. Um, it's, it's actually a lot. It's, it's funny. It's definitely funny, but um, it's more of a, like a dramedy. Maybe it would be the word. I, just, I don't yeah. know. It's like a normal TV show. Um, is there a lot of sex? Yeah, there's a ton of sex. Yeah? There's a ton of sex. A lot of naked people. Oh, right. Oh. A lot of... There's dicks. There's boobs. There's butts. Yeah. There's everything. Love it. It's really good. People should watch it. Um, uh, what's her name? Oh shoot. I need
1: maybe put my phone on airplane mode. i don't remember. The uh, the blonde girl that's yeah, in the trailer. She's like
0: a, an unknown.
1: Do you think that she looks like Margot Robbie? Kind of. I think that she kind of looks like Margot I, Robbie. I not like, thought about it. But if, if you you mention it, yes. Like when I saw the because I saw the trailer for it and I it, it Yo, it that looked is really a, appealing to me. Um It what? It it looked appealing. Yeah. I was like, uh oh, Very good. I might watch this, but uh, I saw that girl, and I was like, "She looks like if she was Margot Robbie's younger sister, I would believe you." Yeah, like if you told me that, she's like a relative unknown.
0: Her name is Emma Mackey. Yeah, she literally has related to Anthony. No, spelled different. It's the only thing that gives it away. (laughs) Uh, The only thing that she has on her on her IMDb (laughs) on her IMDb is something called Badger Lane, and it was a TV movie in 2016. She's like literally an unknown. Uh, but she's great in it. Um, and the thing... I think what I wasn't expecting is, like, the amount of good characters. Like, even sort of people that seem like when they fir- when you first meet them as side characters, they dive way further into their lives and their their mental states and, you know, their lives. I, I really liked it. It's very good. Um, Fuck, I was going to say something else about it. Oh! It's only eight episodes, so, you know, another one. Super easy to watch. Which... Keep doing that, Netflix. I love it. Mm-hmm. Eight episodes? Oh, so good. So good. That's like, I feel like the perfect amount of time to be like a, a long movie. You know what I mean? Where you're like, what, like people say a TV show is a
1: long movie. Do you think like eight episodes? I feel like the six
0: a- to eight episodes is like the money spot for that. Yeah. And like, I feel like I'd have a harder time. Sticking with shows that are longer than like thirteen now. It just seems too long. If if unless you do like what Agents of Shield does, where they break their season into like three seasons. Yeah, like and yeah, their arcs and yeah, everything. they literally like, give they each arc through. a new name and like right. it, and you can feel it's a different thing. Right. Uh it just feels too long. Like uh like the like the CW superhero shows, like I watched the first like six of them this season. I was like, I just maybe I'll watch them on Netflix when they come out, but it's just Yeah. And even they talked about doing the same thing, but I didn't. I didn't get to that point. I basically just—I feel like every year I just come back to them and I watch until the crossover and then I stop.
1: I'm like, all right, that was cool. We also have so many like filler episodes, so many. Like, like fucking how many Smallville episodes are? Oh my like, god, you know, fucking Clark gets stuck in a fucking in the Phantom <laughs> Zone or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Plus, like those shows,
0: like especially Flash and Arrow. They've run out of villains to do the villain of the week format. You know what I mean? Yeah, they've just uh, Arrow's going into its eighth season next year. It just got renewed. Like they, seven seasons at twenty-two episodes a
1: season. There's not that many villains in relation to Green Arrow in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. That's like uh, one of the reasons why, like, I find it a little bit harder to get through the beginning of Smallville because, like, the first five episodes are like that. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, very, very monster formulaic. of the week. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Somebody save me. I've been
1: reading something. Oh yeah, I've been reading a, a book on philosophy that I got from the library. The one that you were the other day, you're like you thought you might stop reading. Yeah, you yeah. didn't stop reading. It. I no no, I got through like the the first part. So they're like it's split into uh, the, the the way that it's it's basically just like a philosophy basics book. Um, I think that's literally what it's called. Well, philosophy the, the basics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it doesn't go into uh, the, the specific philosophers and their ideas, but like more of like I, the ideas themselves and the arguments for those ideas. And the first chapter, I guess, is about God. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a God. Uh, yeah, and it basically just talks about Kanye uh, yeah. throughout the entire book. Kanye is God. And Kanye, Kanye is Jesus. Um, <laughs> written by Kanye West. <laughs> no, but it's like... One thing that I've noticed through reading this book is like how... <laughs> How petty Uh, things can get, like, when you're trying to argue for the existence of God and counter-argue for Mm -hmm. the the non-existence or whatever. Um, It's not
0: something you can tangibly... Tangibly? Tangibly, thank you, Uh Jesus. I almost said tangentially, and I was like, that's not it. Right. It's
1: not something that you can tangibly really argue. Right. Well, And it's just something um, so... There is uh, a part in the end of the book because a lot of the arguments and counter arguments that I, I read, I was like, "Oh, okay." Like I've, I've thought these before, mm-hmm. you know, like or, or or at least like I've, they, they've gone through my mind, and I haven't spent that much time on them, you know. You've so been was exposed cool. to these ideas, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there was one that I had never been introduced to before, and this is uh, this idea called Pascal's Wager. Pascal's Siakam. Yeah, Pascal Siakam's wager. Um, or basically, uh, Pascal was... Uh, I, I forgot his full name, but he was a mathematician. Mm-hmm. Um, but he basically said... His like, name if was you're, Pascal like, Math. So if you're... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Pascal's his last name. Uh, oh, sorry. It was Math, math <laughs> Pascal. <laughs> um, but uh, so he... he when he tried to judge um like whether or not you should believe in God from a gambler's point of view right uh, I, I just I thought it was interesting it's kind of it's kind of whack um but hang in there it's uh, so the whole point of a gambler right is to maximize your winnings and uh, minimize your losses, right mm-hmm. now, like he said, if um So there's like four possible options, right? So you believe in God and he ends up being true. You don't believe in God, he ends up being true. You believe in God, he doesn't end up being true. You don't believe in God and he doesn't end up uh, being, being real, right? Yep. So he says that basically like out of all of those four options, like you should believe in God because if you believe in God and you're wrong, basically like you just kind of wasted time. Right. Yeah, but if you believe in God and you're right, you get like a. a lifetime yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you believe if you don't if you believe in God believe and you're God wrong, <laughs> you're screwed.
0: <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> that's kind of funny as a gambler. Uh, yeah, if you're a gambling
1: man, believe in God. Right. Just. You know, play the odds. <laughs> and, the, and the counter argument of that was like, well, you can't choose what you believe, yeah, right? Like you can't like just be like, oh, well, like I believe this now. And Pascal was like, well, just go through the uh, the outward things, right? Go to church, pray, and then those feelings will come with it, right? Uh, I'm not sure how much I believe in that, but I also think that it would be true. It's one of those things that like, like if you... This is going to sound like really stupid, but like, you know how they say, like, you should stand in like a powerful pose in order to like get more confident. It's like a body language thing. And like, whenever you answer the phone, you should smile because it's going to make your voice sound more pleasant. Okay. I think that like doing those outward things might lead to you believing more. You're going to be around people more that, that talk about, I think like, that's the things. biggest effect is yeah. being around
0: other people that feel mm-hmm. that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so as as stupid and fucking petty as that sounds to like like oh just just go to church and you'll start believing yeah I um, don't know if I agree with
0: the idea that you don't choose what you believe in or you can't choose what you believe in yeah yeah I don't think I agree with that yeah I'm not sure I'm not sure that seems
1: I'll, I'll, like let me let me that seems this. like
0: that seems like something that like like a like an anti science person would say you know what I mean like do you believe in global warming or something? And then you've shown scientific evidence and you're like, I don't believe it. Like the joke that, that's uh, a new girl joke where Jake is like, I don't believe in dinosaurs. I know the science. I just don't believe yeah. it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, I've seen the science. Yeah, I'm not sure if I agree with it either. Um, but so there was uh, somebody that came around like 200 years after Pascal and was like... Sack pal. Basically saying like, Look, if I were God and I were like uh, omniscient and mm-hmm. I knew that people were doing this, that they were they were basically like it seems insincere, and I probably just wouldn't let them into heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's. <laughs> Thinking about God in that kind of it so. Petty. is so fucking Yeah, petty. that's funny. <laughs> it's like a fucking Family Guy episode. That's
0: like, well, there's that show
1: coming out with Steve Buscemi playing God. That's how yeah. I imagine yeah, that, exactly. that God yeah. is
0: played by Steve Buscemi. But
1: it's like, it's such a, a juxtaposition of like, like, of trying to, to put like that's, uh, the... That's the problem of when you try to uh, humanize God,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. That's not how God would think. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I almost said anthropomorphize like when you, you make, when you God make is an, an animal. Yeah, like when you make an animal and you give it human traits. What if God wasn't? An I was like, what? that's not wait, how that works. Wait, what God do you Dude, think? He could be. He could be a goat because he's the goat.
1: That's lame. <laughs> I hope he's a llama.
0: I'd be into that. <laughs> That'd be sick. Makes sense, you know, for, like based on where Jesus lived. I feel like there were llamas yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What if God's like, a llama? What if he's you like, heard oh, it? You heard it from T. llama God is a llama. That's
0: T. C. X. Approved. Did he do the spitting thing that llamas do? Though that's mean. The spitting thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's wine. It's it's <laughs> holy water. He says you need water, holy water. <laughs>
1: dude, that's a bit right there, dude. <laughs> Fucking like you, you go to heaven and you meet you meet the holy llama. <laughs> You meet the Holy Llama, right? He's, he says, I am God and then he spits in your eye. Yeah. Right? You're like, ah and then God. like you don't need glasses anymore. God, you just spit in my eye and he was like he was like, Yeah, but it's holy spit. <laughs> holy spit
0: <laughs> I think that wraps it up. That's a good that's a good ending point. <laughs> the Holy Llama. I like that. Uh yeah, you you got a shout out? Uh yeah, I do. Go for it. I'm going first? All right. Yeah, because I thought of mine and then I forgot it. Okay. So I have to remember it.
1: Have I ever brought up wax on this podcast? No, you haven't.
0: I, Anyone who has seen your laptop from behind in a shot may have seen a sticker, Uh huh. but you
1: have not brought it up. Are you, why are you looking at my laptop like that? If it's in why the, why the shot. Why are you looking at my laptop from behind? That's it, my
0: laptop. If it's in the shot, it's exposed to the people and they're allowed to look at it. <laughs> why are you looking at my laptop from behind, dog? Just like Mr. Bezos' dick pics. If it gets exposed, people can look. Is that a thing? Did that happen? Are you out of the loop, dog? I think so. You know who Jeff Bezos is, right? Uh, yeah, Amazon guy. Yeah. Amazon guy. Yeah. He is suing the National Enquirer for black, or not blackmail, but the other one. What's the, what's the thing where you threaten someone with information? Extortion? Extortion? I think that when there's money involved. Yeah. I yeah, think I think so. it's extortion. Um, because they claim to have dick pics of him. And it's like this crazy thing. Was he like, fuck it, release them? I think he did say something along the. I think, Dude. Well, no, he basically came out and said they exist before they could release them. Right. They were like, we'll do this if you don't do it. I think they wanted him to like, because he owns the Washington Post. So like, if you don't stop getting certain stories written in the Washington Post, then we'll release these dick pics. And he was like, uh, everyone, dick pics of me exist. <laughs> and then everyone was like, we don't want to see those, dude. We don't want to see that. And he was like... Me neither (laughs) (laughs) National Choir was like,
1: damn. Who is Jeff Bezos sending dick pics to? Yo, he just got divorced and has a new lady. It was
0: to her. It was to the it was like while he was with his wife, -wife, ex-wife, he was sending dick pics to this new lady. Mm -hmm. So somehow they got a hold of him. Yo, his wife's gonna be rich. She gets half his money, dog.
1: His new wife? I'm pretty sure no, his his ex-wife.
0: I'm pretty sure they were married. Before He You know oh, right. Got loaded
1: Half So that, like they were You've they, seen that Eddie Murphy bit right Half Maybe, maybe. He was talking about like Johnny Carson Having like one of his divorces Or mm-hmm. whatever And uh <laughs> Like he has a whole bit on On okay. a woman getting half Yeah Of the money It's crazy Like yeah. yeah
0: It's a lot of money dude It's good to be a I'm rich lady care. She can go pay All of the employees That
1: he doesn't pay with it But doom It does Is Amazon a bad company To work for Apparently
0: I've, That's That's what I've heard mm.
1: That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, do your do your wax show. Wax. Out. Oh yeah. Okay. So, wax is a rapper. Uh, he also, like a he's been like getting into like stand up. Hmm. Uh he's he's done some stand up. I've seen some of his sets. Pretty funny. He's a funny guy and like that that definitely comes through in his music. Uh, if you are a fan of really lyrical rap, but that's like not political, that's something that. Wax is a really laid back lyrical rapper. Like, if you could, uh, if you were into like Asher Roth, uh, but like not "I Love College" Asher Roth, but like mm-hmm. like uh, Cannon or Amili remix fucking Asher mm-hmm. Roth, then you would be into Wax uh, or like guys like um, Dumbfounded. Uh, he does a lot of stuff with uh, Wax. Um, another person who did something with Wax, and I didn't even re- like I didn't even realize it, Aquafina. Oh really? Yeah, apparently she's a rapper. I fucking that uh, explains her
0: name. Mm-hmm.
1: Fucking, uh, I was listening uh, to one of uh, Wax's newer albums, and I heard like a female voice, and I was like, "Who is this?" And I looked at it, and it was like Aquafina. I was like, "The Aquafina." <laughs> <laughs> the <That> Aquafina. <laughs> and I, I like I heard her voice, and I was like, I could definitely like see her being, dude. What the fuck? Is I don't know, know
0: what's wrong with my phone, dude. Shut up.
1: Okay, but uh, really, like, just incredibly uh, lyrical, but fun. It's like he's... So, if you have, like... Musician, too, right? Doesn't he, like, play guitar or something? Yeah, he's... uh, I mean, him and his twin brother, Herbal Tea. I was going to make a weird joke. I was trying to think of a joke for a name. Like, what has to do with wax? Candle or something? I don't know. No. No, Wax and Herbal Tea uh, is actually where you can find them on YouTube. Um, But that's that's where he... uh, Gained prominence. That's where, like, he made a video of him rapping in his car. Um, and uh, yeah, it it's that easy, up, dude. It just blew up on YouTube and fucking, uh, yeah, he got signed by Def Jam Records. But, oh, really? Like, but Def Jam, him and Def Jam couldn't come to terms, really. Like, he was like, he was like, it was, he was like, it was amiable. Like, there was no real discord between us both. It was just like, they wanted, uh, something a little bit more poppy And I just didn't want to do that and, Yo you, know. you don't have to do it yeah. anymore Like his It's cool I, It's You don't have to sign with
0: labels anymore It's awesome
1: mm, Yeah And he's He like He gets millions of views On his fucking YouTube channel Yeah um, But he also He's like It's weird He's like huge in like Germany We love Vox <laughs> <laughs> Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but like, he's like, if, if you were, if there was like a, like a spectrum of like seriousness, um, like you would have like immortal mortal technique would be like super mm-hmm. serious, very political mm-hmm. rapper tries to address a lot of issues. Kendrick. Wax is not that, um, like there, you could say that Wax doesn't have a lot of substance, like a lot of his, like, but it, it's not like without conflict either. Like he, 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 he's constantly talking, like rapping about how much of like a, like a scumbag he is, um. As I mean, many rappers do, yeah, yeah. Um, Jay Cole does that, but a majority of it is very lighthearted. But I would definitely recommend you got wax specific songs. All, you would it, recommend or anything or um, albums? Yeah, I would. Uh, Eviction Notice is my favorite. Um, is my favorite album from him. Uh, I would recommend to listen to specific songs. I would recommend Relax, Hagan Daga's Skrilla. Um, Wait is that Hagen dazh skrilla Is one thing Hagen dazh is, is, is one name Hagen skrilla Is one song um, <laughs> And Coins Coins is Coins is a good one To to get into Also if you're just Looking him up on YouTube Just find that original YouTube uh, Clip of him rapping In his car Cause he just Fucking kills it Also bike rap Bike rap is fucking sick Okay he's, he's, It's him Just riding around On a bike rapping <laughs> That's the video, dude, and it's like, he's so uh, he's someone who like very much like Eminem, like you could just instantly pick up how good he is with playing with words. Yeah. But like, you could say that like, A oh, car. well, his Apocalyia, my garage, all these foreign cars in my garage. Uh, uh. Yeah. Also, his name is Mike Jones. His real name is Mike, Mike Jones. Jones. Kind of crazy, right? That's kind of fun.
0: All
1: right. Weirdly, mine is also music related. Okay.
0: Mine. Is it herbal tea? No. That'd be really weird. <laughs> Could you imagine if you didn't know I was a big herbal tea fan this <laughs> whole time? <laughs> Dude, I would
1: be so fucking proud of you. <laughs>
0: um, no. Uh, my, so, if you don't like Hamilton, you might not be interested in this, but this is pretty cool. All through 2018. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda Miranda, uh, did a thing that he called Hamil Drops, Hamilton Drops, where he basically every month released a new song somehow related to Hamilton and its music. Um, There's artists involved like The Decemberists, Royce Da 5'9", Joyner Lucas, Weird Al, Broadway star Ben Platt, Um, Mob Deep did one, Barack Obama is on one. Who's that? Yeah, I don't know. He's some dude. Sarah Bareilles did one. There's a bunch of like different um, types of music. Some of th- some of them are um, covers of songs from the sh- from the show. Some of them are um, they sort of take you listened to the Hamilton mixtape before, right? Yeah, some of it. Some of like they take the theme of a song. Like they ha- on the Hamilton mixtape. There's I Wrote My Way Out, which is like a theme from the play, and they made a song out of it. Some of them songs are of like 2K. Some of them are like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote my way out. Um, then there's like probably my two favorites. Uh, one is called Found Slash Tonight, which is a mashup uh, with Ben Platt, who was in the Broadway play, um, uh, what was that called? I can't remember. Dear Evan Hansen. And they, they combined a song from Hamilton and a song from Dear Evan Hansen, and they made a dope song out of it. Another one is called First Burn, which is really cool. There's a song in the play called Burn, where uh, Eliza Hamilton finds out that Alexander cheated on her, and she sings this dope song. And what he did was he, which is another thing he does on the Hamilton drops, is he, he does like an earlier version before the final version of the song from the play. And he kind of is like, here's what the, what the song was like before. And he had every actress who has played Eliza so far sing parts of the song, and That's and cool. they do like these cool rounds and harmonies and stuff, and it's very cool. Um, yeah, and then he does like one last time, which is my favorite song in the play. Um,
1: Yeah, you sing it all the time. That's th- <laughs> yeah, it's always in my head. Um, One last time. He's never even heard it, I've and he knows it. He's it. never heard it, and he knows.
0: Um, yeah, uh, Christopher Jackson, the guy who plays George Washington, in the show, the original record sound. Uh, audience, or cast recording Jesus. Yeah. Um, he played George Washington in the song One Last Time. He sings it, and then there's a part in that song where he he and Alexander, like, Alexander starts writing a speech for him, and it becomes George Washington's, like, I'm leaving speech. I'm not gonna run for president again speech. And Barack Obama does it on the last one they did. He, he just reads the speech. That's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's super cool. Collection of very, very different music. Goes from, like, like hard hip hop to like actual like Broadway music to like like ballads and Mm. like pop ballads and stuff very weird collection of music but if you like the play I would definitely recommend checking out Hamill Drops there's like there's this playlist on Spotify Mm. you can find them all on YouTube and stuff
1: and if you haven't listened to the Hamilton soundtrack do that Hamill Drops sounds like something like like a Luke Skywalker themed rap album (laughs) Mark
0: Hamill Drops an album Drops why the, are you?
1: His, why are you confining
0: Mark Hamill's theoretical album to just Luke Skywalker? Okay. I want some Joker
1: songs. Okay, but I want some Fire King songs. But if if someone was Throwing like some Hobgoblins, someone's like, who's Mark Hamill? The Joker. What would you say? What would you say? You'd say you'd say oh, you would know him as the voice of the Joker. Get the fuck out of here. I'm pretentious. It's fucking <laughs> I'm a hipster. <laughs> you fucking I'm trying hipster. to be like you. you <laughs> fucking I'm a Mark Hamill hipster. <laughs> oh, you remember that guy from Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back? <laughs> you
0: remember the live action when they flash play. show from the 80s? In the end yeah, when yeah, they parody Star the Wars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, that's it. We did it. Yep, we made it. Thanks for listening, guys, to the Chris and Kyle show. Check us out on social media: <laughs> the Chris and Kyle show on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, on Spotify, and all other podcasting platforms. Spotify on the brain, all other mm-hmm. podcasting platforms. Uh, like, share, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Um, um, check out our poll on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, damn! At we Pod, like a week left on that poll. Are we going to go see what men want or isn't it romantic? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's winning right I now. I hope. I haven't looked at the Facebook poll. Hope I don't know what's winning. What men want. You're not allowed to do that. We made a rule. What? You're not allowed to try to sway the audience I'm not trying direction. to sway the Are the you audience. playing mind games? Are I'm you not that playing that I want mind? to see what Is it men what want. you actually want? Is it not what you actually want? Yeah. Who knows? I mean,
1: guys, guys, vote what, what you will. I want to see what, what men want.
0: I don't really want to see either of them. I, I love what
1: women want, dude. This is a great movie, Mel Gibson. Don't say. Th-
0: Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Find him on his website, chrismichaelstock.com, to check out his scripts or follow him on Instagram at chrismichaelstock. I should change
1: my name. To what? I don't know. If you guys have ideas, go, feel free to send them in. What I should change my name to? Wax so. paper leaf? Or what should I should go for? Yo, know, wax and herbal seed. <laughs> um. Do you like mean like a, a full on name change or just nah, like I think that like if I did like go by anything it would be like Chris something, right? But like I don't I don't like I it's annoying like all these casting calls they're writing down like Chris Michael Scott and I'm like motherfucker. No. Nah, nah. motherfucker. <laughs> maybe you should just go by Scott or just like Chris Michael or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. If you guys have ideas send them in. I would fucking I would love to see some comments. I hope there's some say.
0: really mean ones. Some just I really want, stupid ones.
1: I want weird ones. Just any I feel like the weird ones. The, the, I might be the more bananas
0: the, the crisp bananas. There's your first one. No.
1: More bananas the better. I want something like Chris Chris beluga. Narwhal? Chris Narwhal? That's kinda cool. <laughs> They're like Name uni- Whales. <laughs> They're like unicorns of the sea.
0: It's true. They got horns. Uh find me, Davin Well twenty five. I'm not gonna ch- I can change it. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. I think that's it.
1: We out. We out. Stay weird.